0: We and bring in ministry-related books by Bishop Daichu links to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy.
1: Amen. Amen. It's time for testimonies. Amen. Bible says in Acts 4, And with great power, the apostles were giving their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. This morning, as you sit down to listen to the testimonies, great grace is coming to you wherever you are, you in the auditorium, and you at home. Amen. This morning, we have three powerful testimonies on divine provision and divine escape. Amen. Also this morning we have Word Online Testimonies and Word Alive. So online testimony and Alive testimony. Put your hands together. Amen. So the first testimony is from Michelle Uferitechi. She's the Guacinta leader of Bwedi Judah and she's with the Communion Stars. Michelle says, my testimony is about a blessing I received during the Art of Evangelism conference, amen. On Wednesday, Bishop Ogo was giving out envelopes that we should sow a seed. I told God I want to sow 20 Ghana CDs because I had only 37 Ghana CDs in my account. Some of you can relate, oh yeah. So I was praying that Bishop Ogo will come down to 20 Ghana CDs so that me too, I can go for an envelope. But the thing is, the 37 Ghana Cedis was my money for the month. My mom had already sent me money on 2nd October for the month. And by 14th, I was only left with 37 Ghana CDs. Say so forgive. The whole of Thursday, I was thinking about how I will manage the 17 CDs if I am to give the 20 Ghana CDs. I even decided to ask my mom for 50 CDs. And when I asked, them, she replied, what? because she knew she had sent me money for this month. After she said what, I knew there was no way she was going to send me the money. I told God that if the money comes, I will surely sew. I was really praying to get money to be able to sew. So That after sewing, I will still have money to take me through the whole month. Then on Friday morning, during the conference, I received a message that my bundle was exhausted. Charlie, hmm. <laughs> But I went on to bundle three CDs. After the bundle, I received an alert. And to my surprise, I saw my current balance was 200 Ghana CDs. Hey, are you sitting down there like that? Someone who had 37 Ghana CDs was struggling to give 20 Ghana CDs, so that I should be left with 17. Now, after doing a bundle of three CDs, she was left with 200 Ghana CDs. Put your hands together. Actually, it wasn't just one. She says it was 200 and something CDs. <laughs> I honestly thought that was my bundle. So I decided to check my messages to see who had sent me money. When I checked, say when I checked. My mom had sent me money yesterday. And she didn't even tell me. Most of the time, she tells me and even asks if I have received it. I did not notice that I had gotten any alerts because I knew my current situation. And anytime I saw a message on my phone, I thought they were just reminding me, "Oh, your alert was 17, your alert, or oh, your your bundle is finished." I was shocked. My mom had sent me money because when I asked her for 50 Ghana, her reply was what? What? I want to tell the church that sowing seeds comes with a blessing if you believe and also i want to say god bless you mommy for the art of evangelism conference because if not for the art of evangelism conference i would not have gotten this blessing church put your hands together to god for providing for me. oh as you clap god is providing for you also receive divine provision wherever you are amen Our second testimony is from Nutifafa Nani, and he's with the perfect sound Basanta. His testimony is about divine protection. Nutifafa says, last two weeks, I had a lot to do at work on Monday, that I had to leave the office by 2 a.m. the next day. I was using the motorway, and there were a lot of VIP buses on the road. I was driving behind one of the VIP buses and decided to overtake him as he was being slow. But I... <laughs> say mercy. But apparently, he had not seen me. Hey! While I was overtaking him, he was also moving to the right lane and he still hadn't seen me. I started honking. Pip pip pip!" And he still didn't get a response. I started applying my brakes and started drifting such that I was at the right angles to the road. At that point, I just started to think of how things would be because I had told my father I was coming home. There was a lot of thinking because also in that week, I had seen six accidents on the motorway. Was I going to be a statistic? I drifted to the shoulder of the road and hit it so that the car jumped. And then I knew that was it. As the car went off the road, all I said was, God save me. I was cushioned by a bush and was now facing the motorway. I came out and saw smoke coming out of the car. Church, be reminded that this is happening in the middle of the night. I got out and took time to examine the car. The car had gotten some damage, but I was able to drive back home by the grace of God. Church, put your hands together. To the Lord for saving our brother Lutifafa. Amen. Lutifafa says, I just want to thank God for the divine protection and divine escape I had in that situation. God is really delivering us through the prayers of our prophet and ES Joy Felipe Bruce. Come on, church, you can do it better. God is providing escape for you in every situation you find yourself. Amen. Amen. Please, church, help me welcome Tims to bring us the third testimony. Yeah. Please introduce yourself to the church. Amen. Please. Serious voice after this.
2: Please, my name is Tims, and then I'm the chief usher.
1: Wow. Tims, what's your testimony about?
2: So, my testimony is about divine escape. Wow. So, somewhere last month, on Monday, I was... I set off to work, and then there's something that my colleague and I we, did, we do at the office. I mean, either I buy a buffalo or he will buy it, then when we get to the office, we we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll share and then we we'll make good use of the day. So, on that Monday, as I got to Anga Junction, I mean, the bus stop, so I got down for the taxi, and then when I got there, I just saw the buffalo seller just in front of me. So I was, I was calling the lady to just come, and she couldn't hear me, so she was discussing something with someone selling water. And by then, the traffic light was on green, so the cars were moving. So when the water seller called the buffalo seller to come and, I mean, attend to me, the, the water seller just came to stand behind me, just behind me. So after the buffalo seller attended to me and gave me the, I just, so, so after that, I said, okay, let me, Take my wallet out and then pay the the for the fruits So as I took my wallet out and the lady that who called, the lady that was selling the water that called the bofruit seller, seller. I just I just took my wallet out and I
1: just heard a voice step forward. You teams you, take your time. You heard you took your wallet out and you heard what? A voice say that step forward. So all this time the seller was
2: behind she, you. She was just standing just behind me like this. So so when I heard the, the, the voice step forward i just did a, a step forward and we don't know where this Omo distributing car just came from just came to hit the lady so the the the, the 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 distributing car took the lady
1: off my back
2: because i took the step if i was still standing there i wouldn't be here
1: church you missed a good point to put your hands together this can only be god as you put your, he- your hands together, God is delivering you also. You are also going to hear a voice this week that will help you escape the walls of the enemy. Amen. So the
2: lady was under the car and then the car was just dragging on the floor. So if you know where the Angar when you are coming from turn the bus stop, it, it, the car dragged the lady out so it got to uh, the Asukwa, when you are going to yes. Asukwa, to the middle and just ramped on her. The lady was dead. So immediately, I, I, was just, I, was just, I just wanted to walk back towards uh, Amokum <laughs> because I didn't know, I, I was just confused. So I just took my phone, and the first person I texted was my, was my pastor. Come on, come I, on. I, I couldn't come even on. text, so I sent a I sent voice note, and immediately, mommy replied me. I said, where are you? I said, mommy, I'm around. I said, don't go to the office. Just go straight to the house. So I, I quickly, I just, I mean, called my office. I told them, this is what has happened. So and a friend came to take me and I went home. And for one week, I couldn't go out. I, w- I was just traumatized, like, I've not, I was, Pastor David and I hope you have to come and visit me and all that. And in fact, I couldn't recover. So on one Tuesday, I came, and then after leadership service, I went to the office to go and see mommy. And mommy just took a naughty oil and then prayed for me. And and I think that prayer worked. I mean I don't remember the last time I passed because because of that I, st- I stopped using our <laughs> guardianship.
1: Until after some time.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes, because when I get there and I just because I would have been part of the lady. I
1: mean the lady died there. So Tins, what do you want to tell the church?
2: I mean it's a divine escape and what I would <laughs> say is that please do not play with our father's prayers and our pastors' prayers because it was just a divine escape, that's what I was saying, when Bishop is praying, our father is praying, he said, divine escape and all that, please, don't joke with it, just receive it, because you don't know, you don't see me again, I'll yes. not be the chief but God forbid, God forbid. Yes.
1: Thank you, Tim's, for such a wonderful testimony. Church, put your hands together to God. God is doing amazing things. As you put your hands together, you are also divinely escaping something you do not know about. Your shepherd is praying for you. Believe in the prayers of your shepherd. Amen. bet you know what time it is. It's time for the Word of God. As usual, week after week, our mother brings us amazing, amazing, powerful Word of God that is changing our lives. That is transforming our lives. And before we welcome the woman of God, we have an amazing performance. You see, for every good thing, there must be preparation. Amen. So we have an amazing song ministration by Gloria.
3: One,
4: two. One, two. Hello.
5: your hands
3: together
5: you are clapping as if you're not quite awake this morning hallelujah hallelujah we give you praise oh God father thank you for another Sunday indeed you're teaching us how to pray and we appreciate it bless us Lord as we listen to your word soften our stubborn ears oh God Hear our deafness, Father. Let the spirit of stubbornness leave us in Jesus' name. And help us to receive the meal that you have made for us by the power of your spirit. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. It's good to be in church. I said it's good to be in church. Amen. Don't take it for granted. Yeah, don't take it for granted. You'd be surprised that there are times when you want to go to church and you cannot. Hey, you are very quiet. One day, I traveled to a certain, a certain country. It's supposed to be, if not I mean, at least among the most civilized countries in the world. And when I got to that country, that says that it's a country of freedom and this and that. I don't even want to add all the things. There, rather, three weeks I couldn't go to church. Yes, I couldn't go. When I finally got to a church, as I was listening to the worship, I started to cry because it's like, ah, God, I've missed it, chair. Yeah. So don't take it for granted, Oh, Thank God my time there was very short. I came back as quickly as I could come. Yeah. Hallelujah. Well, before I begin today's um, preaching, today's word, I just want to say two things. First of all, many of us have pledged that we are supporting Healing Jesus campaign. How many of us have pledged it? You said that, oh, every month, sometimes least minimum you do. You are forgotten. Is that true or is not true? You are forgotten. You are forgotten. Last month, it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't. Our neighbor, it was not, 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 not. Are you repenting? Are we repenting? Yeah. So, I want to remind you that we take our Benempi offerings once a month now, usually the last Sunday of the month, or we should continue to take it every Sunday. Yeah. Hey, it works better for you, okay? So, every Sunday, so that when you come, when you hear it's not just put your offering in there, you write down your name and you know, or your number. Some of you have a number. And you know that we know you have done what you said you would do. Amen. Learn to just honor what you said you would do, and that's why the pledge is as low as ten cities. You know how, so that if you forgot some crampo, you have some and you can do. If they said the lowest is hundred cities, it's not every day you're walking hundred cities in your pocket. You have to make a plan. Uh huh. I hope you are with me. So it's as low as 10. That doesn't mean that the month that God has blessed you and can put 20 or 25 or 50, you shouldn't do it. That's not the meaning. But the meaning is that it is so low that even when you are forgotten, you can do it. Even when you are broke, you can do it. Because when you are broke, you can go to your brother and say, Please, I need five CDs, and go to your sister and say, I need six CDs, so that you get one CD balance. One CD extra. (laughs) And still pay it. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen your neighbor we are a so winning church. Never forget we are a so winning church. We win souls directly, and we win them indirectly, and we support our fathers' ministry. Yes, yes, yes. We have to be part. It's a good cause. Amen. The second thing I need to say before I start preaching, see, I don't want to forget. There are important things. We are going to be receiving a certain visitor. Hey, hey. 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 I said a certain what? A certain visitor. I mean, we've just finished receiving some visitors. And we're about to have another visitor. Hey, This visitor will be with us on the last Saturday and the last Sunday of the month of November. Is that okay? The last Saturday, that is 28th to 29th November. Do you wanna know who the visitor is? Hey, ask your other neighbor, are you sure you wanna know? what? These people, they don't want to know, so I won't tell you, I won't tell you. (laughs) No, 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 you can sit down, you don't have to get up for me to know. Well, on the 28th and 29th of November, we are so privileged, we are so blessed, We are so excited, we'll be receiving a visit from the convener, the leader of the entire UD. He'll be right here with us, Saturday and Sunday, hallelujah. Now, some of you are sitting there wondering, what is a convener? What is a convener? What is that? Hey. The convener of UD is the head of all of us. The entire what? United denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. His name is Bishop Emmanuel Luis Intefo. Amen. Sit down, sit down. Let me tell you a couple of things, sit down. I need to tell you a couple of things. As you see this man just talking, he's just like any of us but he's a very anointed man and I have known him from the beginning of our ministry in Tamalee and every time he visited our church dramatic things used to happen because of him, some people in our church got married it's true you can see Lady Reverend Humi after church and ask her her testimony because of him We were young boys and girls. We have young boys and girls as young as 28, 29. They began to build their own houses because of him. Yeah. One time he visited us for a convention and then he just entered the prophetic realm. And he said, do you want to build a house? Go and pick a stone. We were like mad people. And we picked, we went out. I mean, in the middle of the convention, we went out, picked a stone. Then we walked this way. Said, just as people walked around Jericho, your brokenness is falling down, and you are building. Yeah. I knew all those people, some quite a number of them, and I can show you they are, not house, houses. Most of them are not yet 40 years old. One of them that I know, he's building his third house. Another is on his. Yeah. And they are all normal, just normal people like you and me. What was working? Something supernatural. Amen. So I've said all this to say that if there's just a little wisdom in you, that weekend, just decide that that weekend you are not going anywhere. Amen. I want to feel free to ask Him to be with us for longer than He has planned. Do you understand? Uh huh. And I want you to make yourself available. He will be spending almost a week in Kumasi. He's going to start with Bantama and Asokwa. one of them will be Tuesday, Wednesday. Am I right? Yes, and the other is Thursday, Friday.
3: Uh-huh.
5: So when they asked me which day I like, I was asked first. I said, me. I like Saturday, Sunday. Uh-huh. For two reasons one reason was because some of you you are so stubborn that you don't come to church in the night that's one reason ask your neighbor is it you they are talking about is it you Uh so you won't come and tell me that your boss you won't come and tell me that your worker your demons will not arise that's the first reason but the second reason which i didn't tell them was that when he comes i'm going to say bishop you see If you come in the night it's only like two hours but if you come in the afternoon it's more hours do you see i want to feel free to ask for what more hours and then on sunday he'll have the sunday service with us amen is it a good place to put your hands together yeah hallelujah My life has been changed by this man. I should say my husband and myself. He's taught us so much and we are going to be blessed. Amen. So tell your neighbor, things have been difficult, but I know there's a blessing coming for me. I will hang on till November. Some blessing, some blessing, it's coming my way. Amen and amen. Let us pray. Father, thank you for another Sunday. Thank you for a time to go into the Word and to learn and to hear things that make a difference to our lives. Today, visit us in your Word. Help us to hear and to understand in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, we started the series last week, Everything by Prayer, Nothing Without Prayer. Amen. And I remember that I only got through some few scriptures with you. And we are learning to pray about everything. We are learning to pray about everything. I want to say to you, it is not a suggestion, it's an instruction. Get hold of this book, Everything by Prayer, Nothing Without Prayer. I don't know who is around to give it to us today. Is Oforiwa somewhere? Powerful. forever. get copies. Have it there. I'll tell you the price when I'm ready. Amen? But get it because we will not be able to finish the book. And there are so many important things in here many times people go to pray that feel good feeling you have about having prayed many times it's just self-righteousness it doesn't bring an answer it doesn't bring a, You see, it's not a matter of or how you feel. It's a matter of whether you prayed according to the word of God. Whether your prayer was in line. The content of your prayer. Amen. That's what it is about. That's what is most important. Hallelujah. Are you with me or you have traveled home already? Yeah. I'm just saying this to encourage us. Sometimes we have to unlearn what we knew before in order to learn something that is new. Are you with me? So I want you to consider for a moment the prayers that you have prayed. Out of a scale of 1 to 10, how many have been answered? If 10 is all and 1 or 0 is none, you will realize that some of your prayers, you are still on them. And while it is true, That we must pray and we must, you know, persevere. There are also times when we don't receive. The Bible says that you didn't receive it because you prayed amiss. You asked amiss. Your asking was off. Amen. And so it is good to just humble yourself and learn it again. And correct things as you continue to learn. Hey, you are very quiet. Yeah. One of the chapters in this book talks about praying at dawn. The importance of praying at dawn I've been a Christian for a very for a long time. And when our father began to wake up to pray very early, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., I said, oh, this one's not for me. <laughs> Misha, my dawn is from 5 a.m., not even that one on a good day. Now, nah, this 1 a.m., 2 a.m. is not working. But when I started it, I realized that, come on, it's a different thing. It's a different thing. I realized it's a different thing with a different grace. I said, ah, if I had known, I should have started long ago. Some things I was struggling with, by this time, they would have bowed. So don't think you know everything. Is that okay? So we're going to be in this book for a few weeks, and we will not finish. And that's why I'm suggesting to you that you get a copy of the book, and then you continue to study it. Hallelujah. Amen. And so today, we're still talking about praying, and I want to give you... Some seven reasons why we say that you should do everything by prayer everything by prayer we know that we should do some things by prayer that's why when you are going to do an exam you pray or you even ask for prayer but sometimes when you are just walking around your ordinary day at times you don't pray Because it doesn't look as if anything special is happening. But we are saying that everything, even just pray about that normal, ordinary day. It was a normal, ordinary day that Nutifava was driving down the road. And the day almost became extraordinary. In a negative way. Yeah. And you must realize that sometimes you don't pray because you don't have faith every time you stand up to pray it's a demonstration of faith because you are praying to a god you cannot see who also doesn't answer unless maybe as you are praying you are here say okay my son i heard that one come with in the second and the next one is what you say you, there's nothing like that so you pray believing that he has heard the first one he didn't say anything then you add the second one are you with me this morning And so that is why we're saying to you that, look, it's a step of faith. And I'm praying that you have the, just start praying. As he answers, your faith will grow. Hallelujah. This morning, I'm talking to you about seven reasons why you should do everything by prayer. Seven reasons why usually we don't go through seven in a day. But I have such a short time, I'm going to do all of them now. Number one, pray because prayer brings God into every situation. Prayer brings God into every situation. You may say to yourself that, oh, after all, they say that the Lord is everywhere. God is everywhere. Why do I need to pray about it? Do you know that the answer to that question is just because that's the only answer. That's how he says he wants it. It's not because you are giving him any information he does not know about. He knows, but he says that you should pray about it. Let us look at a certain situation, an interesting one, in 2 Kings chapter one. It may never have occurred to you before that God can be offended, but he can be. 2 Kings chapter one, the Bible says from verse two, Ahaziah fell down through a lattice in his upper chamber that was in Samaria and was sick. And he sent messengers and said unto them, Go, inquire of Beelzebub, the god of Ekron, whether I shall recover of this disease. But the angel of the Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, Arise, go up to meet the messengers of the king of Samaria, and say unto them, Is it not because there is not a god in Israel that you go to inquire of Beelzebub, the god of Ekron? Uh, you see, this, this king who, was, who had fallen down was not a particularly close guy to the Lord. So, he, now, when he fell down and he realized that he wanted to know his state, he felt that like, let me just go and look. I know my level. I know my level. The way I've been living my life. I am not a prayerful person. Me and God, we have had our issues. I'm even from Samaria. We have such a very dubious background. I don't think God wants to hear from me. So, when he fell into trouble, he did not consult God. He went to the neighborhood herbalist and asked him for help. He went to the old man sitting under a tree somewhere. You cry when you look at the old man. If he could resolve problems, would he not have resolved his own first? Anyway. He went somewhere. Like some of us go somewhere. Yeah. There are some of us, church is for, it is a, just a societal thing. You know, it's the thing we do, it's acceptable, cultural, or acceptable societal norm on Sunday morning. You wake up, you open your cupboard and you look for the most decent thing to wear and you wear it. It's also a place to show your latest fascinator. It's also a place to wear certain kind of shoes, you know. When you are going to work if you had the kind of job I used to have at a certain point in my life you can't wear shoes. One day my father came to visit me as I came out of the pigsty and he saw me in my shorts and my boots I was looking, and he just looked and he said Ah well, you say you want to work like I mean with animals. You say you want to work with them, because I'm sure he had visions that his daughter would go to to work wearing a dress and looking nice, and there there was his water, his in what what boots, Kokura kokra with some army shorts. <laughs> so for some of us, that's why we come to church not really because it is part of our worship and we are relating with god so when an issue comes our decision is that this god now he's for polite things but when there are real issues let me go somewhere that's how this king was so now he had a real issue and he wanted to understand how you know what will happen with him and when he went god was the one who went to tell Elisha. may god be telling you things are you here Elisha didn't meet any human being god went and told Elisha. you see this man you see this man as if there's no God where he is that's why he has gone somewhere sometimes God is offended when we consult other people my rent I have to go and pay it I don't know what to do they go and consult your banker that's why you are in debt and you you can't come out I ain't saying that's why you should not go you see don't don't tie it up in things did you talk to God and he told you to go and take the loan you didn't ask him he didn't ask him he didn't ask him many times we don't ask him we sort out our own issues the way we want and then when it bounces we start to cry that God you deleted him from the equation long ago Why are you now asking questions the church is very quiet are you listening or you have already vacated posts you have already gone out I'm saying to you that when you pray, you are bringing God into every situation. And sometimes life can be made up of problems. Tell your neighbor (laughs) problems. But many times we don't ask God about it. And we behave like this man. And we go and consult the gods of Ekron. Like, oh, me, I'm not an idol worshiper. Oh, yes, you are. Just that maybe your God is not made of some, your leg, but it's not some, something. But you have your hope. And you see, anything that you have your hope in, anything that you have your belief in, that's a God. That's a God. Number two. We are answering the question, why we do everything by prayer. The second reason why we do everything by prayer is because prayer brings the supernatural into every situation. What is supernatural? Above natural. More than natural. So when you pray about something, you are bringing the hand of God into that thing. There are times when we think that oh let me go and do it. this is something I can do so I'm going to do it. But if we had taken the time to pray about it, we would have received supernatural help, help that cannot be explained. Help that cannot be explained by natural things. Supernatural help. And there is so much supernatural help available unfortunately we tend to pray only when we have reached the end of what we think we are able to do that's when we pray many of us too we run our lives like Ghana government or like like you see many African countries including ours what we do is crisis management there's no real thing going on that's just happening because it must happen it's crisis management And for many of us, our prayers are crisis prayers. So until the electric lines in your area have a problem, they will not be changed. They will not be maintained. Until the road is full of holes, it will not be redone. And that's how we live our lives. It's one of our features. That's why it also is in our and everything. It's not because they are bad. That's how we are. Tell your neighbor, stop thinking bad things. <laughs> that's how we are. Yeah. Many rooms are only swept because the room is dirty. But you are supposed to be sweeping just to maintain cleanliness, but rather we are sweeping to remove the dirt. You should have seen this place after uh, our our conference. Yeah. Many places are only painted because somebody has died not because it's supposed to be painted as i mean we want to be able to live at a certain something so i'm just showing you that crisis management that's how we are and many of us live our life like that so when crisis has come suddenly as spirituality has come but what but what i'm trying to share with you this morning is that you pray in crisis you pray outside of crisis. in fact many crises when they come you can hardly pray yeah, many crises you can hardly pray you can hardly pray because you cannot organize your thoughts to to walk in a certain way hmm. but you get supernatural help are you there what help supernatural help when you talk to God and that is why we are saying everything talk to him about everything even what looks obvious even what looks normal talk to him about it talk to him about it and get supernatural help many of you who have your own businesses your business is in trouble because you have not made it a habit to pray every day about everything that you are going to do and invoke supernatural help in what you are doing rather you are saying what everybody else is saying hmm I do I'm saying the Quran 19 you see you have now even made it worse you are now opening your mouth to confess death over your own business oh you didn't know you were disturbing your business the Bible says that the power of life and death is in your tongue So it's your choice what you choose to pray about it's your choice what you choose to say when you look at your child and you say in fact you are a devil he becomes exactly what you said and i'm saying to you that rather than saying that pray about everything everything by prayer because as you pray you invoke supernatural help Supernatural help. There are times when you can go to a wedding and you look at the man the and you know that this was supernatural help. Because as you are looking at it, you can't understand. Yeah. Supernatural help. <laughs> it's supernatural help. Sometimes you go into a place and you wonder, how did this person get to do, get this job? supernatural help yeah from today don't bank on natural help it doesn't last it's supernatural help that we want pray about everything talk to him about everything amen are you there or you have traveled home number three instead of writing plenty buy the book and stop what you are doing we pray about everything because prayer brings a blessing into every situation. Let me give point number two. Let's, um, the scripture is Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 to 7. Let's take that one first and then we'll come back to point 3. Proverbs chapter 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him. How do you acknowledge him? By prayer. And he shall direct your path. So in everything that you are doing, don't trust to yourself. Acknowledge him. When you pray, you are acknowledging that the Lord is in charge of things. You start your day with a prayer and you are acknowledging that the Lord is in charge of your day. And you see that he'll begin to direct your path. Suddenly you, you, you feel that, no, don't pass here, pass this way. Suddenly you feel that, okay, let's go here first and not here. I believe that uh, our brother Tim's testimony is an example yeah because if you hadn't had a certain connection that said move forward it would have just cleared you and dropped you somewhere yeah are you there or you have traveled commit things to god one day day. i was in my final few months of my phd I had gone on maternity leave and I had returned back to work, and I was working day and night to finish my, the write-up of my thesis. I had about two months to go, and that I had been working on my thesis. This was my fifth year. Yeah. Hey! Is it five years? Well, I had taken a quality decision to have my children and doing my PhD, so I'd had two children on the way. Amen. What's the quality decision? <laughs> Are you there? otherwise i would have been in my 30s before i started having children i said "No, nah. okay so one day so every day i wake up i commit my way to the lord talk to him and then i'd go to work when i got there because i was working as a research officer and doing my phd at the same time but this time is now the last two months so i've been given time to finish as i sat behind the computer in those days laptops had not yet been invented it was everything was a desktop and I sat behind my computer and I was working. Then I heard a voice in my ear, shut down, shut down. I looked at the time, it was 2 p.m. 2 p.m. is peak time, working day in a, on a university campus. It's peak time, why should you shut down? But remember that I had prayed that day, I'm showing you how he directs our paths. So when I said, "Ah, this voice I'm hearing, I know that it is God speaking, so let me shut down. I'll use that, I'll shut down and go and look for coffee and come. Because normally, you don't shut down to look for coffee, you just leave it and you go and come. But 2 p.m., yeah, it's coffee time. So I shut down. Then I came out into the um, corridor between the offices, I was walking down, and then, you see, in Ghana, when we scream, it's normal. We like noise. So when we scream, is it not true? We like noise. But on this side, his everything is quiet, and in that part of the world, they are even more quiet. When they are speaking to you, it's almost as a whisper. You see this kind of preaching? I'm preaching I'm shouting. It's not like that. This is how they speak. Even when they are angry, they don't throw their voices around. So to hear a scream, ah, in the hey. I said, what has happened? Do you know what had happened? You want to know what had happened? The entire university had all the computers linked on a network. And that network had a central control system. And by means of I don't know what, the entire net had crashed. Everybody whose computer was on had his things deleted. Those of us who were off, either because you were not in the university or in my case, because the one who directs my paths, the one who directs my paths, I said the one who directs my paths, he had told me to shut down. So because I shut down all my five years work, was there. Five years. I was within two months of, of finishing. I was within two months of finishing. Yeah. I'm talking to you about directed parts because it makes no sense to shut down your computer at 2 p.m. No, 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 no. It's more likely you shut it down at 2 a.m. You've been working through the night and are now tired. You want to sleep small. Yeah. yeah. Directed Paths, directed paths. May the Lord direct your path. Talk to Him every day and hear Him, hear Him when He speaks. Hallelujah. Number three, pray because prayer brings a blessing into every situation. Mark chapter 6. And verse 41 says, And when he had taken the five loaves and two fishes, and looked up to heaven, and blessed, and draped the loaves, and gave them to the disciples to set before them, and the two fishes divided he among all, and four thousand people got food to eat. Are you seeing it? Because as Jesus blessed it, that prayer brought a blessing into things. Hallelujah. I don't know what you need to pray about, but... Many times we need God to intervene. We need an intervention from the Lord. And sometimes as you pray, you cause him to bring a blessing into what you are doing. Are you there? Yeah. Mm. Because otherwise the food would not have been enough. I remember when I was preparing and I read this story, I was reminded of something that happened um, some years back, right here in Kumasi. I think it must have been around 2011 or sometime like that, or 12. A missionary who had been sent to an African country passed away, I mean, a young man, and he was brought back to be buried. And as they were organizing to bury him at Boire, I remember telling my husband that we had better be ready because after that um, funeral, definitely people will stop at our house. We won't, we are not likely. I mean, I know pastors will come, a bishop was coming, so they're not likely to eat at the funeral grounds. So let's prepare. <laughs> so we got ready for people to come. I said, oh, I said, how many people should we get ready for? Oh, just some ten people be. <laughs> just some ten people to be okay. I said, hmm. I think Lady home, were you there that And I think we had a discussion. We said, hmm. We don't trust fifteen, mum dear saw. It won't. It won't. Mm. So let's double it. And I think we cooked for about, what, 20, something like that. We didn't say anything. We just cooked for about 20 people. Are you there? And then we all went to the funeral, and the funeral was over. And then we came back home. When we came back home, the bishop who, who had come to do the funeral arrived, came. And then a few pastors came. And then a few more pastors came and then some more pastors came. Hey, happy, am I hot or am not hot? I have cooked for 20 people. The bishop has come. Some people who move with him have come. And more have come. And more have come. And more have come. More have come. More have come. Have come. <laughs> Are you there? but remember that before we do anything we pray lord this is how the day is well i don't know how it happened but at the end of the day when we counted how many people we had fed 50 something from the food of 20 people yeah supernatural help i prophesy supernatural help to you in whatever you are dealing with speak to god about it mention it to him every morning just mention it supernatural help help that you cannot explain it brings a blessing into the thing so something that is small it begins to multiply something that is weak it begins to be strong something that is you know you may have a business at times the business is weak you can have a business that's weak if the wind blows like this, no, it's finished. But as you pray and the blessing of God comes to rest upon it, you see that it begins to do other things. Jesus fed 4,000 people one time like this, another time, he fed 5,000 people like this. Supernatural blessing. Somebody, you have received it today. I say, You have received it today. Yeah, you have received it today. Hallelujah. Oh, are you there? Revelation chapter 22 and verse 3 says And there shall be no more curse But the throne of God and and of the Lamb shall be in it And his servants shall serve him When you are praying, what you are doing is to bring the Lamb into your things Yeah, you bring him into your things Hey Are you there? Number four Prayer brings angelic involvement into every situation. I really like this one. Ah, I'm sure that even today, only they have not opened their eyes to see angels moving around. Yeah, hallelujah. Luke 22, verse 41 to 43. He was withdrawn from them about a stone cast and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. Prayer brings angelic involvement. And I'm sure that many times in your life, as you have prayed and moved around, angels have been there to help you. Only that you may not have known. I believe sometimes you need to ask God to help you. Are you there or you have traveled? I can give you two stories. Or I shouldn't give the story, I should just give you a point and move on. I was still a student. The first time I decided to cross from the country where I was to the UK. And... Oh, please, London is like Makola, I tell you. (laughs) It's not impressive at all. My first inkling was disappointed. But I said, ah! This London, London, it smells like Makola and it looks like Makola. Anyway, that's beside the point. (laughs) I had just finished my masters, and I was waiting to start my PhD, and the students who had been my classmates, most of them were going back to their home country. So when I said I was going to visit my in-law in the UK, they said, oh, please, when you go buy me this, because the country where we were was very, very expensive. Everything was at least four or five times more expensive than the rest of Europe. So this one will say, and I'll take the money and the list. This one will say, I'll take the money and the list. This one will say, I'll take the money and the list. Are you there? Until I was carrying about 8,000 pounds on me. I went just with a handbag, because even the suitcase was somebody's request. (laughs) But my flight was delayed. So I thought I was going to be landing in London proper Heathrow. And my sister-in-law's place, I'll get there, only for the plane to land at Gatwick, which is like, you are planning to land here in uh, Kumasi, and your flight is now at Pepper. Um, so it's like, and it landed in the night. I said, hey, how am I, good? because I had to travel to my in-law's house. I said, how am I, then I remembered my cousin lived in London. So I called him. When I called him, I said, look, I've just landed, and I'm stranded here. Then he showed me how to get to the center of London, and he said he would pick me up and then are you there are you listening to the story yeah. remember it's in the night mm. okay and then he told me later that just as he ended the call he realized he had forgotten to tell me which exit to wait for him so i was going to take a train underground come to the railway station <laughs> I didn't know that the exit, if you exit here, you find yourself at Asokwa. If you exit here, you find yourself at Tech Junction. If you exit here, you find yourself at Dwidi. That's how it was. But me, I didn't know. So when I came out of the train, the first exit that I saw, I just exited. And I ended up coming to wait in the ticketing hall where people buy tickets. Are you seeing it? standing there waiting and wondering why my cousin was not coming not knowing that he had realized and he was now driving from here to there he'll get down, see if I'm at this exit, if I'm not at this exit he has to drive to the next place Okay, so that's what he was doing So I ended up being in the middle of the night In the middle of London Victoria Station Carrying 4,000 pounds in my hand My face looking like Johnny just come Which means that they can see that you Now you don't know where you are going And you are standing here And I said, Lord, I'm dead <laughs> <laughs> Because at midnight On a weekend you see another side of London And as I was standing there I said, Lord, I'm in trouble. Then I saw the person who was selling tickets was there. I said, Liz, there's one human being. I was there when the one human being closed up. I said, hey, Lord, I die finish. And then I heard them shouting and screaming when I looked. If you know what skinheads are in the UK. They kill for nothing. For nothing. I was standing there when some clubbing skinheads came. I said, God, I'm dead. I'm dead. I was so afraid as I was standing there. And suddenly I saw a man. Tell your neighbor, a man. I saw a man. The man had just perched himself against the wall. And he was just standing. And he stood there. 15 minutes. When, as soon as I saw the man, I should be afraid. When you're in Europe, you get to fear a single man more than to be okay. But as i saw him my fear disappeared 15 minutes he was still standing there 30 minutes drunk people came and passed these young ruffians who colored their hair different the punkers came to pass more of the skin they're partying they're going they're coming me while my cousin was still going exit to exit and i was still waiting carrying my eight thousand pounds is about Eight times seven is what? What? Eight, seven is what? 58. What? So it's like you are standing in a place, you are carrying 56,000 Ghana cities. And you are standing there. I was was coming to shop for my classmates. I had my own list, but I was coming. Are you there? And I knew that if it is money, they would just beat me and collect it. Then I saw the man standing there. I waited 30 minutes, 45 minutes, one hour. hour 15 minutes one remember the man was combing the exits i stood there for two and a half hours and the whole two and a half hours the man was standing at the wall for two and a half hours different people passing and then suddenly i saw my cousin coming as soon as i saw my cousin coming i turned to look at the man and he had vanished. And I knew that the Lord had sent his angel to guard me. May God send an angel to watch over you. And to help you. Amen. Oh, how did he look like any ordinary person? Yeah. Yeah. Unawares. That's why the Bible says we have entertained angels unawares. Amen. I shared one of another one during the... the um, conference if you didn't come then sorry (laughs) for the sake of those who didn't come or couldn't make it oh sit down don't worry just this very con this conference bishop will sent me a text and he said i'm at the boarding gates waiting to come and i prayed what i thought was a casual prayer lord bring him on angel's wings i finished my prayer i forgot about my prayer his plane landed we came, we had a very nice first day, the second day, that's why you should wake up at dawn to pray. When I got up, I decided as usual, I, don't, I left the room to go and pray where I pray in the house. As I exited my door, you see that, that that's upstairs, but you can see the sitting room downstairs. I suddenly saw six men sitting in my hall. Well, if you wake up and you see six men sitting in your hall, you should be afraid. And you should start screaming that. It it didn't even occur to me to scream. And it didn't occur to me to ask a question. As soon as I saw these six, by the way, two of them looked bald-headed. Anyway. (laughs) As soon as I saw them there, I was, I came up to them and I was like, ah, who are those? And I just heard the angels. And then I passed. Yeah. And the Lord reminded me, you said they should bring him. They are waiting. They will carry him back. May yeah. God, you see, I pray God will open your eyes only once support, for you to know that it is real. Yeah. But each time, each time, I noticed it was always an answer to a prayer. I noticed. I'm sure that the Bible says each of us has an angel with us. Are you there? Who we often don't see. But for me, the few times I have seen angels, it has always been an answer to a prayer. Yeah, it has always been. So, of course, after he left, when I came out of my room the next morning, the next dawn, I was hoping that I would see. I didn't see anything. Anyway. <laughs> so, they left with him. Yeah, they came with him and they left with him. Okay, so prayer brings angelic involvement into every situation. You'd be surprised that the things that you have thought are coincidence, which the Lord has used his angels to resolve on your behalf. Let's quickly finish. Number five. Prayer brings the great promises of God into every situation in your life. John chapter 16, verses 23 and 24. And in that day you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you shall receive, that my joy may be full. Amen. There are so many promises about prayer in the Bible, and this is one of them. And one of the promises says that when you ask, then I will do. When you ask. So when you ask, how do you ask? It's by prayer and that is how many of the great promises in the bible are fulfilled they are fulfilled as we pray amen i'm really hoping that as we're going through these points you're not just listening to the point and smiling but you're saying to yourself that i'm going to pray about everything i'm going to wake up in the morning and commit my day to the lord hallelujah oh i said hallelujah because as you do that you begin to see that the promises that are in the bible begin to be yours and they begin to come forth Number six, prayer brings the mighty Holy Spirit into every situation. Acts chapter 4 and verse 31. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness. You see, the background to this verse is that the disciples had gone preaching. They had been arrested. They had been told that they shouldn't preach in the name of Jesus. And they came back to the church to tell what had happened. And in the church, we're not the kind of unbelievers we have today. Now, in the church we have unbelievers. When you come and say that, they have threatened me not to speak. They say, eh, so don't say anything. Be wise. eh? Don't talk. You only That's the kind of advice we give these days. Don't let people know that you are a believer. They will not like you. Don't say. But in those days, it was not like that. When they came back, they did not even pray that they will not be harassed again. They only prayed that they will have boldness to do what God asked them to do. And as they prayed that prayer, the Bible says that the Holy Ghost came and he didn't come quietly. He shook the building for them to know that I'm here. (laughs) He shook the building. And the Bible says that he filled them, you know, with, and they were able to speak the word with. Boldness. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit comes to give us boldness. And some of us, the situation that we are in, it is the boldness to stand for God that we need. Sometimes the enemy is pushing against you, pushing against you. And when you take a stand, that's when you see that he'll bow down. Yeah, he'll suddenly drop. But sometimes you need a certain boldness to start it. Yeah, a certain boldness to start it. Are you in the house? I said, Are you there or you have traveled? Yeah. You need boldness. And as you pray, the Holy Spirit enters into the situation. Hallelujah. One time, one of my children was not well, and he had not drank water for three days. You know, there's a limit to how long you can go without water. And they had searched for vein they couldn't find. They had tortured the poor child. They couldn't find anywhere to just run a drip. And they told me that we're going on break. When we come back, we are going to shave his hair so that we can find a vein there. And by this time, we had been in the hospital from Saturday night, and it was now Monday morning. And I was walking up and down with this baby, and I was praying, and I was praying. They had these kind of cuts that you can push. So I put him there, and I was just pushing him up and down. And I was wondering, Lord, how is this thing going to happen? You know, how is this going to happen? I was alone there with him, just pushing up and down and praying and praying. Then i just went to a pay phone as they were at that time and i called my pastor's wife and i said i'm here with my baby i need some prayer support i'm so tired and i need somebody to pray with me they can't find a vein to put she said what we're on it with you and then they started to pray are you there yeah. they started to pray suddenly tell me suddenly suddenly the nurse had told me that they will be back at two to come and pick him when they come at two they will do the shaving Somewhere before 2 o'clock, this child who had been like, you see, when you haven't drank water for three days, you're very weak, you was just, I mean, just there, no energy to sit up, nothing. Suddenly, this child who was just semi conscious lying there, suddenly sat up in the cot. There was a bottle of Coke standing on a fridge. Because it was a children's unit, and what they used to do is that they want you to drink anything, if it's coke, anything. So somebody must have put it there so that it's not so cold to give to a child. He sat up and he pointed. This is what he wanted. Hi! Hey! The speed with which I found the feeding bottle. And the speed with which i I didn't ask whose coke is it, who has put it here. It was a bottle of coke. It was closed. I opened it, I poured it inside the bottle. I gave it to him. He drank the whole thing. The Holy Ghost had turned up just in time. Two o'clock. The nurse came in saying that yes, sir, now we're coming to come and take. I said you ain't taking him nowhere. He just drank. I said he has drank. She said drank what? Oh, just a few. He needs what I said. She has drank the whole thing, and I showed her the cook butter and the feeding butter I said it's all gone and that was the end may the Holy Spirit enter into every situation you are praying about and may he cause a miracle to come to pass on your behalf hallelujah amen I said hallelujah Wow the last point the last one for today Prayer destroys demonic power That is against you In every situation Prayer destroys what? Demonic <laughs> uh, hey. We have an enemy you. you don't need to see him to know that he exists Yeah Demonic power But as you pray As you pray You will see that that demonic Power must bow Matthew chapter 12 and verse 29 says, Or else, how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house. We have to know that there are demons around. And I think we know. But we tend to run around, and sometimes we do the kind of behavior that, if I don't see them, they also will not see me. And if I don't trouble them, they also wouldn't trouble me. I'm afraid there's no scripture to back that. (laughs) There's no scripture for that. And so you may not have engaged them, but they are disturbing. Yeah. And that is when you need to pray. It is by prayer that we overtake and we conquer the enemy. Hallelujah. Oh, I said it is by what? It is by prayer prayer destroys demonic power that is against you in every situation i need you to rise up nowadays and begin to declare things and stand in prayer many of you have had dreams and the dreams are not good and your first response is to run You are running to Your first response is to send a, a text to your shepherd. Your first response. But from today, I'm saying that you stand and you pray. Yeah. Stand and pray. Yeah. Because it is by the power <laughs> that the Lord, of prayer that the Lord intervenes. Hallelujah. You don't need to wait. By all means, consult your shepherd for additional prayer. By all means, talk to someone who prays with you for additional support. But you too, stand there and pray. And you will be so excited to see demons bow. I'm sharing one last story as we close. One night, I went to a certain place. This was in Tamarli. We are going to have a crusade. And as we... Set up. They had set up, and I came to the crusade ground, and I felt that there is something about this place that is funny. As soon as I got onto the stage, I had just a few minutes to start preaching. I said, Nah, demons are in charge of this place. Are you there? My blessing was that there were two ladies who used to pray for me for any time there was a program. And so as i sat up there i sent a message to one of them and i said all is not well and i got a reply i've seen it already and while i was standing up there i saw a guide. my best description of him was the clothing of a fetish priest that's that's my best description of him and he was circling the land the eighth area where we were standing he was circling the area Muttering whatever he was muttering and moving around. And I began to bind and to lose. bind where I was sitting. Then I saw my two prayer warriors. Oh, may the Lord bless you. I said, I saw my two prayer warriors. At a point, I saw the man standing and I saw them also advancing. One was coming this way and the other one was coming that way. And I said, this man, he is about to run for his life. Oh, yeah. They located him by prayer because where i was sitting i couldn't communicate with them they were down there but as they prayed as they prayed whatever was planned it didn't happen whatever was thought of it didn't happen hallelujah are you here as you stand to pray demonic forces that have been sent against you things that the enemy wants to spoil against you, they will all come down in the name of Jesus. As you stand to pray, the Lord will follow you with his signs and his wonders. He will send his angels to break down every demonic altar that has been placed in your path. As you are standing this afternoon for a few minutes, begin to pray, thanking God for this. Thank him that by prayer you are you have the upper hand. Lift up your hand and your your mouth and just begin to speak unto the Lord. Let's hear some fiery prayer in the house. I said fiery prayer, not the prayer of a weak believer, but the prayer of a strong believer, strong in the power of God, strong in Christ. Lift your voice up and pray. Lift your voice up and pray. In the name of Jesus,
3: In the name of Jesus. As we pray, we are bringing
5: God into every situation. The supernatural is happening, a blessing is coming, angelic involvement is happening. There are great promises being fulfilled. The mighty Holy Spirit is working on our behalf. And demonic bondages and powers are
3: In the name of Jesus. The fire of the Holy Spirit. The fire of the Holy Spirit. It begins to be active now in the name of Jesus. He must have a man of the land of the world. Hear you, 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 hear the other roads, 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 the
5: Father, thank you that prayer is a gift to us. A means to communicate with you. As we talk about prayer, let the spirit of prayer enter us may we be the type who commit our everything to you that we invite you into every situation, that you have free reign in our lives in the name of Jesus, I pray for supernatural help for your people today I pray for supernatural occurrences in Jesus name, I pray for angelic visitations in Jesus name, I pray that you will empower your people in the name of Jesus that Lord our testimonies will begin to speak about these things also in Jesus name. Thank you for every blessing for every moment number, money you send us, for every deliverance but now Lord we are asking also that we we'll begin to testify of encounters with you as we pray. I pray for boldness as we share the gospel. I pray for the presence of angels in our home. I pray Lord for your power Lord to break all demonic powers that try to rise up against us. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you so much for your provision, Lord. We are grateful. We are so grateful. In Jesus' name amen and every head as every head is bowed and every eye is closed if you are here this afternoon i want to say to you that your name needs to be written in the lamb's book of life you need to be able to say that i've given my life to jesus christ you need to be able to say that he is my savior and i am his and it's only when you can say that that your prayers have the effect that I've been speaking about. But it is not difficult. All he asks is that you will confess with your mouth what you believe in your heart, and that is how you will be saved. That is how your name will come to be written in the book of life. And so this afternoon, as we stand here, as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, I'm asking you. Is your name in the book of life? If you, if you were to die today, God forbid that it should be today, but if it is today, after all, young and old still go, where would you be going? Will you be going to heaven? Is your name written in that book? Or would you be going to hell? If you are not sure, I want to invite you to come and make that prayer and that commitment which will transport you out of the enemy's hand and into the lamb's book of life as every head is bowed every eye is closed you want to give your life to jesus just lift up your right hand you are just a prayer away god bless you just lift it up just lift it up just lift up that right hand we're going to pray together i see your hands i see some hands at the back and around i want to invite you hold on for me If you've prayed that prayer, please come to me and let us pray together. Step out of where you are. Don't worry about your friends. Don't think about them. Each one of us will stand as an individual before God. And so come. Break out. Step out of where you are standing and come. God bless you for coming. God bless you. Step out and come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. The Bible says there's joy in heaven as one person comes to give their life to Christ. God bless you. Just keep coming. Just keep coming. Forget your friends. Forget your friends at this time. Oh, just step out and come. Just come. Just come. God bless you. God bless you. Keep coming. God bless you. Just come. Come and give your life to Jesus. Come and and give your life to Jesus. Hallelujah. The celebration is starting in heaven already. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Keep coming. Keep coming. You are standing in the congregation. Your heart is beating. That's Jesus knocking at the door of your heart. He says, if you will receive him, if you will open your heart and receive him, he will come in and be with you. Just come. Just come. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm just bargaining for one more soul your heart is beating and you are saying to yourself let them finish this part of the service quickly you are the one i'm waiting for jesus is calling you step forth god bless you step out and come and he will just change your life around god bless you as you come god bless you Hallelujah. thank you jesus we want to pray i want you to say these words after me you want to say lord jesus Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I come, to you today I come to you today as a sinner, as a sinner. Please wash me, please wash me in, the in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me, Cleanse me from my sins. from my sins. Please write my name please write my name in the book of life. In the book of lord Jesus. Lord Jesus From today, from today you are my Savior. You are my savior, and you are my Lord and you are my Lord. I thank you thank you for saving for saving me. in Jesus name in Jesus name Amen. father I thank you for each one standing here to receive you I pray father that their confession will be real and lasting let there be a mighty change in their lives. And may they point back to today and say, I gave my life to Jesus on the 18th of October, 2020. Yes. We give you praise and we thank we you, you in Jesus' name. Jesus. Amen and amen. amen. All of me, I want
3: praise.
0: We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-U-D-I-S-E. God richly bless you.